Drawing room over here. You made it. Oh, come on through. Do you fancy drink? What's your tipple? In 1920s post-revolution Mexico, the country is rebuilding and stabilising itself after ousting authoritarian rule. The shedding of stifling leadership inspired something of a cultural revolution or the so-called Mexican Renaissance. Diego Rivera led the mural movement and a younger Frida Kahlo began to experiment with her artistic pursuits. Their passion for art, politics and each other were famously explosive. They catch the eye of two Eastern European art enthusiasts, Jacques and Natasha Gelman, whose collection is travelling to the Art Gallery of South Australia this month. Robert Littman oversees their collection as president of the Verhel Foundation. Robert, welcome to you. Thank you very much. How did the Gelmans end up in Mexico and how did they become friends with Frida and Diego? Well, they were refugees, uh, Jacques, uh, coming from... Russia via Germany, via Paris, and Natasha coming from Czechoslovakia. They met there in the garden of a hotel because Jacques noticed that Natasha was reading a French newspaper. And she was there with a boyfriend who had gone up to New York on a business trip. And it was uh, almost love at first sight. (laughs) Of course, Natasha Gelman was a great supporter of Frida's. Frida even writes to Natasha asking for money, saying, uh, do not tell Diego that I'm asking you because he would scold me a million thanks and kisses. They were very close personally and professionally, Natasha and Frida, weren't they? Yes. Well, they were all working in the same world. Uh, Jacques was a movie producer of the great um, Mexican comedian Cantinflas, uh, who was, you know, vastly popular uh, because more people speak Spanish than English. And he was a contemporary of Charlie Chaplin's. Uh, Jacques discovered him as a uh, clown in a circus and uh, brought him into the movie business for which Jacques had uh, worked in Paris. And then subsequently Jacques went on to be his partner and produced his movies. And so it was a great social and um, artistic world in Mexico because there were refugees from uh, from the Spanish War and from the European War. It really was quite they were great. A, a cosmopolitan at that time, wasn't it? You had, you know, free thinkers and dissidents. Describe to me the, the, the culture inside these circles. Well, I mean, uh, you had, it was the great age of Mexican cinema and it was the great age of uh, 
painting because not only did you have uh, Diego painting murals, you had uh, Siquiero San Orozco also painting murals known as the, the Great Three. Of course, Frida was always taking second role as um, Diego's wife, and it wasn't until um, interest in her work started in the 80s that uh, she really came into her own with the biography that Hayden Herrera wrote in 1983 and subsequently to the great movie that was made about her life. Yes, uh, starring Selma Hayek. You were close friends with the Gelmans. What kinds of stories did they tell you about their friendship with Frida and Diego? Well, they told mostly about their social life together, going to the opera, going to parties, and just enjoying themselves. Uh, Diego came to Jacques' attention because of um, the movies that he was making needed sets. And those sets were um, done by a man called Gunter Gerso, also a refugee. And he recommended when Jacques was building, Jacques and Natasha were building their first home, that Diego do a portrait of Natasha. And that, of course, is in the exhibition. As their house grew, so did their art collection. And then their art collection expanded even more when they started buying the School of Paris pictures that they also collected. And it was a great group of paintings that they gave to the Metropolitan Museum in New York of Matisse and Picasso and Chagall and Rouault. And it, it's, it's, it's a very important collection that went to New York. And then they had their Mexican collection, which is traveling now, but also was shown in their house in Mexico City and Cuernavaca. The Gelman collection was bequeathed to you when they passed away. Just tell me how big this collection is when you mention the, the variety of, and the breadth of some of these sketches from different time periods and different artists. What was your vision for this collection? Well, um, they had collected the, the, the base of this collection. The core of the collection was organized by Jacques and Natasha. We extended it to have uh, textiles, photographs, lithographs, drawings. They didn't collect uh, Frida's drawings, so we started to assemble them. They didn't have, although Manuel Alvarez Bravo took pictures, uh, still pictures for the movies that Jacques made, he never, they never purchased his other work or that of his wife, Lola Alvarez Bravo. So we've included that. And we've always wanted to cover the works of Frida and, and Diego's contemporaries. So there are a lot of other artists included in this exhibition. As I said, also uh, vintage textiles, not necessarily what Frida wore, but what she might have worn, taken from images that Frida, that we have of Frida in the show. If you've just joined me on RN Drive, Robert Lippmann is with me. We're discussing 
the new art exhibition, uh, Frida and Diego, Love and Revolution. There are so many fascinating aspects to Frida and Diego's lives and their cultural influence. And you really made me realise how it was that seminal 80s biography and the subsequent movie that really brought them uh, into the public consciousness again. It does seem impossible to cover it all. So what was the process of selecting works for this exhibition that Australian audiences can come and see? Well, the the basic was uh, the core that the, the Gelmans collected themselves. And then, as I've mentioned, we wanted to include contemporaries of uh, Frida and Diego. So those are in it as well. And the textiles that that um, we managed to assemble from contemporaries of Frida that were still alive. Uh, we happened to know a woman who had access to all of her friends. She was in her 80s and her friends were similarly uh, aged and they were uh, happy to um, make available the clothes that they wore 40 years before then. So that was a great find. And um, it also makes the show even more interesting, I think. Yeah, to, and, to sort of see what and, she saw gives it a, a certain feeling, doesn't it? Yes, it, it was Diego who encouraged her to wear um, native uh, clo- clothing, not uh, European clothing, because one thing that it disguised was her uh, limp. And once she started to wear it, very fashionable women of her contemporaries thought that it was a, a, a really great look, and they also wore it. Frida's lived experience meant that she's one of the only, well, one of the most popular female artists of, of all time because of her work, you know, it speaks to so many. She was a uh, feminist, she was queer, she was disabled after that tragic accident uh, and the imagery that she used. Uh, these are some of her more famous works. How do we see her work influencing other artists in the collection? You mentioned the sort of ripple effect to other artists at the time. Do we see that in this exhibition? Mm, I would tend to disagree with you there. Um, I don't think that the people, that, the artists that we have, have influ- uh, had a direct influence on Frida's work, A, because it wasn't that well-known beyond a small circle of friends. Um, no one really purchased her work except the Gelmans and uh, a few other collectors in the United States. You don't find a collection of nine Fridas in any other collection. You might find one. You might find one in the Museum of Modern Art but in New York, but you don't find an extensive collection of her work elsewhere, A, because it wasn't well known, and B, there aren't more than 160 paintings extant. Diego's interest and motivation in the mural movement was essentially for making art that could be accessed by the masses. It was essentially classless. It's integral in telling his story, but tricky to send murals around the world with an exhibition. So how was it managed for this collection? Well, they've uh, managed to have a, a two incredible blow-ups of uh, two different murals of Diego's. So you really have this, uh, it's just uh, Im- 
impact. It's what we saw impactante in, in Spanish, that it has this great uh, power because you're so close to them and the, and they're, they're, they're wall size. It's amazing because you see them much closer than you would in reality because they're up on walls that are maybe a story above you or they're beyond you by a staircase. So you've never been so close to them. I, I mean, know, I haven't. I, I know what you mean about the the murals next to the staircase. I've stood next to them and you, you can't grasp all of the perspective at once, can you? There's just so much detail and it's so, such breadth and height that you're, the, the human eye can't kind of comprehend it all at one go. No. Uh, well, I'm very happy that you've been managed to see them in, in real life because, uh, yes, they're just so extensive that you take little parts of them at a time. If you were to choose a favourite or perhaps a special no, let's item, not go, a let's special, not go there. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I was in the middle of retracting favourite to say most special item that tells a story, one that's close to your heart in this collection, from either Diego or Frida. What would it be? Well, close to my heart are the portraits of the Gelmans, and if we go beyond that, there's uh, Diego's portrait of Natasha in her youth, which is so extraordinary. And then there is Frida's portrait that is so iconic of Diego on my mind because it represents Frida as a Mexican and also with the thought that Diego is there. I mean, she was so obsessed with him. I know what you mean about that portrait of Natasha Gilman. She's wearing a white evening gown. She's surrounded by lilies uh, reclining on a couch uh, bejeweled in a watch and rings. It's it's a rather glamorous well, I'm portrait. Well, gl I'm glad I'm glad you men mentioned the jewels because um, Jacques said if Diego was going to paint her, she wasn't going to wear any jewelry that other men had given her, and so he gave her those uh, clips and bracelets, especially for that portrait. Wow, how marvelous! Well, this exhibition truly is something that everyone's going to enjoy. Frida and Diego, Love and Revolution will open at the Art Gallery of South Australia Saturday the 24th of June and will run until mid-September. Robert Littman has been my guest. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a great pleasure. You've been listening to a podcast of The Drawing Room with me, Andy Park. For more great conversations, search for The Drawing Room on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>